0: Yeah, what's up? Uh, hello, <laughs> welcome to the show. I'm Tom McCaffrey. I'm here with Eric Bronstein. Um, did you did 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 you play the song or, is, or were you? Yeah, I, was,
1: we, we played it. Okay, LA. cool. Yeah,
0: that's my favorite song. Is it really? That's, no, no. It's, I, I like that song a lot, but it's a, it's a little like I'm a little tired of it.
1: Well, I thought you like all the Beastie Boys songs.
0: I do. I, I mean, I don't like all of them, but yeah, like that's definitely one of their best, right? Yeah, that, that, that's probably their most mainstream one.
1: Oh, you like the deep cuts?
0: No, no, I, I I like that one too. I mean, I I like their the stuff that um yeah, I don't know. If you, if you had
1: to pick one Beastie Boys song, uh, what would it be? Um, desert I- Desert Island. <laughs>
0: Desert Island, wow! Um,
1: you would have to listen to. She's Old crafty. <laughs> I don't even know that one.
0: That's on like uh, license to uh, license to L. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, you, you know, like uh, what's another? They have a few, but like Car Thief. You know that song on, on Paul's Boutique?
1: No, I think I just don't know. I know a lot of their stuff. I don't know all. I probably if I heard it, I'd know it.
0: Um, did you did you listen to Paul's Boutique?
1: That's a great album, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. It was their second one. It was kind of like the one that was like different. It kind of like um, it bombed when it came out, and then it kind of like became this like cult thing. Like it's, it's thought it was like the seminal kind of hip hop album because it, it's like so many sampling, so much sampling.
1: Oh, uh, people sampled them, or they sampled other people?
0: Uh, they sample. Yeah. They, they they. It's like all samples. Oh wow. Um. So. Yeah, it's oh. good. It's it's uh yeah, but anyway, we could talk about something from, you know, <laughs> past 1989.
1: I was trying to do you a favor. I was I know you're like talking about Beastie Boys. So
0: No, I do. I do. But you know, speaking of that, so d- d- did you watch SNL by any chance this last weekend?
1: I I watched some of it,
0: yeah. So, have you been watching this season?
1: Uh I mean, they would stop for a while and now they're back. So, uh what's your opinion on that episode?
0: Um, I thought I was like dumbfounded by it. I thought it was so bad. Like it was like mind blowing how bad it was. It was Um, I didn't understand most of the sketches. And then what was weird about it was they kept doing all these pop culture references about yeah. things from like 2000. They did like an Eminem parody video all from right, like 2001. We... Yeah. Which I mean, I love Eminem and I I know the song that they're talking about, but. I mean, does that seem like a current reference to be doing?
1: This is what I think Saturday Night Live does. They like to cover all the bases because they know that the people who watch the show live are like Generation Xers and older and stuff like that. So they ha- they'll they give something for them. Then they'll, You know, sometimes they'll do like an old movie parody. They'll give something to really old people. Um, so they kind of mix it up. But then they'll have like a really new reference. Like, did you see the the sketch they did about the hot wings? Where Beyonce is yeah. eating the house. Now I never heard of that show before. And it's before probably that, you
0: hadn't. Oh, no, I
1: do I'm, I'm sure it's kind of popular, but it's not like everyone's talking about it popular. Because nothing is anymore because there's so yeah. many different things.
0: It's kinda of, I mean it's it's like known. I mean right. as much as something on the internet can be. But like that's a perfect example. That sketch. I was like, oh, this is a funny idea. And then like the problem is they have these ideas and then there's no, like the big thing that w- when it was good was they'd have a twist in the middle of the sketch yeah. where you didn't know where it's going. But now every sketch is just, here's the joke. We're just going to keep doing the joke over and over right. and then, and and then it ends. So I was like, so this, so the idea is that she keeps getting hotter and sweatier, but and then that's <laughs> it. And then it just, it's over. Like, it's just kind of like, are you like kidding me? Um,
1: I know and it's a waste of a good host, because Maya Rudolph is, you know, she's she's really funny, I think. I think she's she, one of the
0: Well it was like a perfect example. She was so good. <laughs> yeah. I think that they were like, Yeah, she'll just be really good and then it doesn't matter. But and like she was great, but I mean she couldn't like make it written well, you know what I mean? So and then they did like a shining parody.
1: Oh, I missed that one. <laughs>
0: But oh. I was like, dude, I'm like not young. I, I bear like, I was like seven when The Shining came out, right.
1: But I'm telling you, some people who watch—I know my parents watch the show every night. You know, so older every people night? watch it.
0: Wow. <laughs>
1: yeah, every every <laughs> week. Um, but it's a Monday Night Live.
0: I, I just—I had never seen them do that something like that. Like, and then they—they they referenced something from like 1998, and. I don't know it's it's weird i feel like i usually should watch i would watch things and be like oh i don't know what they're talking about but now i'm like how do i know every reference they're talking about these are all my things from childhood like i don't how why are they i I don't know i thought it was odd that they were doing a parody of an eminem song from 2001 that isn't really an iconic video you know what i mean like it it was big at the time but it's like doing like an ice ice baby parody now you know what i mean like yeah why would you how? Why would you be doing that?
1: And they did two song parodies. I, I, there was another one, the one with the boomers. That was a little funnier. I thought, sort of.
0: That one was funny too. But again, I was like, so it's just old people mm-hmm. rapping. But I, yeah. like, it was kind of funny. But it reminded me of like back in the eighties when people comedy shows would do parodies of like white people rapping, because yeah. that was the joke. Like rap was this new thing. And it was like, I'm, I'm a white guy rapping. And if it reminded me, and I'm like, you're making a joke of like old white people rapping. Like, yeah. doesn't you know, it's just like, dude, that's not clever anymore. It's not like a funny thing. And I remember they did it on SNL in like 1985. It was called like white guy rap or something. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. I, I don't know with that show anymore, but um,
0: you know, sure, I like I don't like to dump on things, but like yeah. it's. I mean, I've been watching it this season. It was. It's really like, like um, aggressively bad. Like it. It like yeah. it. It stands out how bad it is right now. Like something was going on there. Like they're, they're going to clean house or something. Like they have yeah. to. I
1: I would think a lot of people are going to leave soon. So
0: i think so i think this is a very like cleaning out year. i think people after this are gonna be like yeah i think i um should get out of well, here
1: there's like 30 people in the cast you know and some of them have been there forever you know
0: yeah i mean like keenan thompson i mean that guy's been on the show for like 20 years yeah <laughs> but you know I, mean, I, I guess he's, he's good but i mean come on like you can't really well, I, mean, I, think he... do I don't care whatever
1: but I think it used to be like there was a more like you left the show and you had a good chance of being a star. Now it's kind of like iffy and it's weird. Like you could be a star in that show and you leave and you, you're always going to have a career, but no one cares about you anymore. You know, you're not you're not on TV every week, you know, doing something yeah. live that's kind of in the, in the zeitgeist. So I think it's hard for a lot of people to leave the show because a lot of people who leave, you never see them again.
0: I, I think it's weird too that they're not able to write good sketches. Because I have you ever heard of the show Baron, Baroness Von Sketch Show? Yeah. It's on IFC and it's it's like these four women. And it's like, I don't, I don't think they're from America. I don't know where they're from, but maybe Canada. But I watched that like Sunday for like 10 minutes and every sketch they had was like a million times better than any. Really? Sketch. They're just like, they're, they have like Twit. All their skits are like oh, I didn't think this was going to happen. Like, it starts this way. And isn't that just kind of like, you know, day one of sketch writing? Like, start this way and then go this way. You know, like, I don't even really know. But I just know from watching sketches, that's kind of how.
1: Right. I do think one thing is, though, to defend Saturday Night Live, is they're writing for a live audience. You know, so when you do that, you kind of change the humor around a little bit it's not necessarily for the better because you're going for like easy laughs. So you're like, as long as the character does a funny yeah. face or does something crazy, that's kind of enough.
0: But they've, the, they've been yeah. doing that the whole time and they had funny, they had funny sketch. If you watch old SNLs or yeah. like f- some of them are really funny, you know? Like, oh yeah.
1: Well, I, I like SNL. I really do. I should. I but, mean,
0: yeah. I, well, I mean, it goes through its bad periods and it's definitely in a bad, I mean, yeah, I'm sure it has something to do with the pandemic and they've adjusting to that, and
1: right, like Trump, Trump leaving, you don't have that anymore, you know. You gotta learn how to make fun of Biden, like they did that camel sketch, you saw that one, right? Maya Rudolph. I, I
0: mean, again, I was like, oh, yeah, and then it was like, oh, nothing,
1: yeah. I mean, I thought she her camel is great, but that sketch went on forever, and that was like, you know.
0: They did this one sketch that I, people started tweeting about. Like, I couldn't even. I rewound it like four times. I couldn't understand it. It was like these choreographers. Did you oh, see yeah. that? Mm-hmm. I was like, "What the hell is?" I didn't even know what was going on. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I don't know. It's just like you know, it's, it just seems like something's going. Something's going on. Like that. There's too many writers, or they're not letting them. You know the things that you be getting through. You know what I? Th- it, it almost seems indicative of like Lorne Michaels might be getting too old or something. You know. What yeah, I mean?
1: he's probably not running like the day to day shit at there anymore. You know. But that's
0: probably I, part of the problem because he was kind of the main. I mean, I feel like he was someone who had a very good like he was kind of a tastemaker and he could see you know trends and what was good mm-hmm. and what was working. You know. I mean, I don't know. It's, that shows lasted for so long and it's had its good and bad periods. Yeah. But I mean, it's
1: it's not going anywhere because it makes. It makes so much money now because of the internet. Cause if you see, if you see Sign It Live, you can't miss an episode because it's on every site. Hulu, YouTube. You can watch the whole episode and it gets a gajillion of views and they get money for that advertising.
0: And then no one really craps on it. Like the I guess the media is afraid to kind of shit on it because I've saw like a few posts and um they're like, Yeah, this was really funny, this skit. And I was like, It was? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, I, I mean, and again, I don't like watch that. I watch it hoping it'll be funny, you know, like, yeah. but I, I mean, I literally, I was literally like exasperated by how bad it was. I was like, like they opened with like a, a spring break COVID yeah. sketch was I was like, oh, th- there's a lot of fodder here. Right. And then I didn't even understand what it, what it was. I was like, what?
1: Well, it's like parodying something on MTV. And that's the problem is that. <clears throat> but back in the day, everyone kind of knew what was on MTV. But I think even now, young people don't even know what's on MTV because they're just not watching TV. So they maybe also don't.
0: Watch- yeah. Uh, the- the MTV, Spring, every- MTV Spring Break was, like guess, was something from like when I was like in my 20s.
1: Right. And that was a big I mean, that was, you know, there was only a few cable channels, whatever. Everyone watched it. Everyone knew what was going on there. I feel like now even. Young people, I don't know how much I, someone told me that work for MTV that they're like, no one's watching that at all.
0: Yeah, so that felt like a sketch written by someone who who doesn't know that MTV's not really what it <laughs> was anymore. You know, it's like, like, I was like, oh, yeah, MTV Spring Break. I remember that from like the 90s. Yeah. So you're doing it now? Like, I don't understand. Um, they,
1: prob- they probably have something now with it, but it's no one really cares.
0: It felt like the whole show was written by like a guy who, like, <laughs> I don't know, who hasn't been paying attention to anything changing since 1997. Like, so. like, kind of like, oh yeah, the world's exactly how it was in 1997, right? Let's do jokes about that. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I guess my point is like, when I watch this other show, it's like, why don't you hire some of the like a couple of those writers? Like, maybe right. they have some like new ideas. Or I think the problem is that it's so insular like comedy and comedy writing it, it, it a lot of times like people who are really good comedy writers might not get the jobs because they don't know the people so like snl is a very like yeah there's it's so many connections are involved there it's like they take a lot of like harvard writers and stuff like that so it's like
1: yeah plus i heard like the deck is kind of stacked like when they when they present sketches you know the other people who work on the show laugh, or, or they don't laugh, and if they don't like you, they won't laugh at your sketches. So you could see it being very clicky and stuff.
0: Yeah, but I mean, they've managed to have it be funny in the in the past. But no,
1: but if you ever hear stories about stuff that never made it on air, it's like, oh my god, that's so funny! Like you kind of wonder why it never got. To... That's the one thing with a live audience. I think people are scared to take weird chances, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, so I don't think. Um... I don't think I'll be writing for them anytime soon. <laughs> Not that I was like like aspiring to that, but I actually yeah. met a woman years ago who like who said she had written for it, and she said it was a mm. nightmare. Like I don't yeah. know when she w- was there, but she she was like it was just the worst experience of my. And I've you hear so many people say that, yeah. that it's just like a nightmare. I forgot it's a, tra- some- it,
1: it's a transition job. You use it to build your resume, really. When you write for that show, because you can only last it like a year or two.
0: Actually, you know, I saw an interview with Jenny Slate recently, and she said that she said that it had kind of been like it had been her dream to be in SNL. And she was kind of like, all right, here I am. And it'll be like so great. And then she got there and it was just like not what she thought it would be. And it was like a nightmare. And that. Yeah. um,
1: But you have like you're sharing a cast with like 20 other people who are like type A personalities like you. Everyone's kind of fighting for stage time, you know. So I Jay Moore had that issue. On uh, Saturday Night Live.
0: Yeah, I I really like. It, it sounds really horrible. Like um, yeah. it can really like I don't think anyone's there to like guide you along. You know what I mean? It's very competitive and cutthroat. So I don't know. So yeah, it was it was really bad. <laughs> that was a good. Um, is yeah. there anything else you want to talk about? Yeah. So
1: let's talk about weed.
0: Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about weed. So they're legalizing weed here.
1: Yeah, New York. So
0: it's weird. It's been legal in my room for a while.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's what year? Nin, n- 93, uh,
0: yeah, probably. Uh, um,
1: that's a funny joke.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is funny, right? But, um, Yeah, I mean, so what does that mean? Is it going to happen? Like, what has to happen? Yeah, they
1: signed off on it. Well, I think this when New Jersey did it. I think that was like the clock is ticking because you don't want a situation where people are going to leave New York to buy their weed in Jersey because they can get it legally and maybe cheaper.
0: Or is it legal in Jersey now?
1: Mm -hmm. They passed that in a what?
0: Like, I could go to Jersey right now and buy weed legally.
1: Well, they passed the law and they're slowly rolling it out. So I don't think there's a lot of dispensaries and shit yet, but yeah, you can buy it there legally. So, you know, you remember that used to happen. There was tax on clothes in New York. So everyone would go to New Jersey to buy their clothes. I think they didn't want a situation like that. to happen. Yeah.
0: That's how the acid wash trend started in, in the city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no wonder everyone's dressed so shitty in the in the 90s. Um
1: what happens if you get arrested with pot now? You don't get arrested though. I think, I think it's getting-
0: decriminalized, yeah. isn't it? But I don't know. Yeah. I guess it depends on the amount you have. But it's you know, when thinking about it, you know, it it's all, it's all just a mental perception of it because I mean, alcohol was illegal at one point. So like right. You know, it's just like, why, why is alcohol just, like, automatically, like, okay forever? Like, everyone just accepts that. Like, it's not this horrible drug that, like, does a lot of damage to you. It does.
1: Well, you know that, like, actually, when they uh, ended prohibition, they needed something new to replace it with, to throw, like, the the totallers a bone. So they they that's when marijuana became illegal, after they uh, made alcohol legal.
0: But it wasn't legal before that what pot yeah
1: i don't think anyone really gave a shit about pot really it wasn't until after prohibition that people needed a new thing to kind of jump after
0: but do you remember like when we were growing up they really went out of their way to like demonize marijuana like to make it like i remember growing up and it was like marijuana like it was lumped in with like all drugs like this is gonna ruin your life and um,
1: gateway drug
0: yeah i guess yeah but they they weren't even saying i guess they did say that but they they definitely would have like show people smoke. they had a lot of like commercials they're smoking weed and at a party and they're like don't you? and so i think i would you know you probably were too i mean i was raised to look at weed just as like it was like on par with heroin you know
1: right
0: <laughs> and then um well so funny to think about that right now you know or on crack like it was like crack um and I mean, crack is basically that was like the big problem. I, I just saw a documentary about that and how it basically like ruined, you know, communities and like turned New York oh, city that's a, into, like a war zone. Uh, that's a
1: great documentary. The one on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. And it showed you that a lot of people, everyone thought black people t- just taking the crack. It was actually white people coming into the city, buying, buying crack in those neighborhoods. Yeah.
0: But there were, but it also was like kind of ruining, like ghetto, like bad neighborhoods. It was like they, you know, people in the ghetto would get hooked on it, and then, and I mean, that's like an. I mean, I don't know, but it sounds like it's it's almost an impossible drug to stop doing.
1: Yeah, crack is like uh, to me. I feel like crack is like crack to
0: me. It's like very (laughs) addicting. Crack is the crack.
1: Crack is the crack of drugs.
0: Um. Yeah, and I I just never understood why people like ever tried crack after a certain because they did a really good job of making crack seem yeah like a horrible. I know people who smoke crack. I know I do too, and I'm always like, why? Like, why would you? You know, I know people were like, yeah, I smoked in like 2003. I'm like, like really (laughs) would? Like, like that is a drug that I'm like, yeah, I heard that was awful, and I think it was proven that it was awful. Like, I couldn't imagine. In two thousand three, being like, yeah, let's try crack. You know what I mean? Like,
1: but if you see in that documentary, they say like the first time you do it, it's like the most amazing experience you've ever had, and then after that, it's like every other drug. You're chasing that dragon. You're never going to get that feeling again. It
0: must be good because you know you just end up living on the you know in a dumpster with no (laughs) pants on. (laughs) Like it must be so good that it's like, yeah, this is worth this. Yeah. Um, Sell
1: your kid that's kind of a commitment i mean
0: that's why like i it's always weird to me that people tried crack because i've never heard a success story with crack it's always like i did crack and then a month later you know i was um naked on a freeway being chased (laughs) by the police on fire you know like
1: well i think meth everyone meth kind of replaced crack you don't hear about crack so much anymore i mean maybe in the cities but not outside the cities
0: yeah, you used to smoke crack, right?
1: I used to smoke meth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's another one. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah you never really smoked meth, right? Just to make that clear.
1: No, no, but I'm saying meth replaced crack as yeah. far as the drugs. And then kind of opiates replaced meth as the as the scourge of
0: society. Yeah, so um what do you think the next drug's going to be to to like to replace meth? Just meth have like a bad rep or to or to get legalized.
1: No, to replace uh opioids for the next thing that people get hooked on.
0: What are opioids? Like is that like Oxycontin and yeah. like Vicodin? Mm-hmm. What, what what is what makes something an opioid? Is is isn't an opioid kind of like heroin?
1: It not kinda is. So oxycontin
0: so it, like feels like heroin. Is that why people
1: uh Oxycotton feels like yeah. Um you've never taken it? I've taken it.
0: OxyContin. I don't think I ever have taken. I've taken Vicodin because yeah. I, when I got an operation, and mm. um, but that's that's it. I don't think I. What are the other ones like? Um, is Xanax? It,
1: no, but uh, those are the two main ones. I think the ones that you're talking about, the the, the painkillers. You know, um, but people got hooked on them really badly.
0: Um, people like. Can you still get a prescription for Oxycontin?
1: It's very hard. Oh, no. That's the other one is fentanyl. That's the one right. that was the new one. And that, is that's that the one that they killed, killed
0: like Prince or something. And
1: Tom Petty. Yeah.
0: Fuck. Yeah. That's yeah. scary.
1: And they were giving that shit away for like, like nothing. Like a few years back, my they were giving, they let my father, they gave my father these patches, these fentanyl patches. He never used them because he heard bad things about them, but they were just giving them away like candy, like doctors and shit. And that's really? what Prince that's what Prince had, he had a fentanyl patch. Why
0: Basically, were they just a, giving them to your dad?
1: Well, he had some <laughs> pain issues. They and he never like,
0: took them? Wow.
1: No, because at the time he's like, you know, they're like just take them and then he's like, I don't want to do it because I, I think that I've read some bad things. But they were just giving them out to people.
0: Yeah. And well, his doctor sounds like a really shitty <laughs> like enabler, like like yeah. a really shitty kid in high school.
1: Come on, man. <laughs> Prince no. What? But the the fentanyl patches, what they do is you put you put it on your body like a nicotine patch, and it just delivers heroin to you throughout the day. That's basically <laughs> nice. why. I, yeah, so you're you know just always getting heroin, so it's kind of easy to get addicted to it.
0: Yeah, so it's funny. How would you even like you couldn't? Even, there's no way you could casually go about trying to get Oxycontin from your doctor now. Like I couldn't just go in and be like, <laughs> yeah, I need more. Um, uh, let's see, Propecia. <laughs> <laughs> and uh oh, cotton. yeah can i get some of that uh, can i get and even if they
1: give you oxy now they'll give you like two pills you know right also uh heroin
0: do you have that yeah. N- no yeah that's that's, that's what, what
1: that's what people were doing years ago they're like oh yeah i got a headache you no know, like yo, oh, here's 10 things of fucking oxy and then you would sell them i knew people who would just get them from their doctors and sell them on the streets
0: yeah, I'm glad I never like got into that. I'm glad I never really knew what they were. Like I knew what Vicodin was, but like I never, I don't think I ever even like asked for Vicodin. Like I remember taking it when I had had it prescribed, but and I was like, wow, this is really good. And then I think someone once gave me one, and um, yeah. and then I was like, wow, that feels really good. But I was like, I can't ask my doctor for fucking. Vi- I mean, this, Vicodin's had a bad rep for a while, yeah. Right? I feel like but, that was the one before Oxy.
1: But these things are so addicting. I think even Artie Lang talked about it. Like, it's one thing doing cocaine or whatever, crack, especially cocaine, whatever. It's, uh, it's the same thing. But when you're not doing cocaine, you're kind of not thinking, oh, I need to do cocaine. I have to. Oh, I'm not going to get through the day. But heroin's different. Like, once you get addicted, you can't get through the day without it. You just take it to become normal.
0: And that's what those opioids are like. Yeah. Yeah, that actually that terrified that whole thing of getting addicted to something like that is terrifying because like, what's really scary about it is it's so addictive. And even if you get off of it, it's like cigarettes, like cigarettes are really addicting and cigarettes are always around. And I always think of like, at any moment, I could have a cigarette. Yeah. But like, if that was like with heroin, because if you stop doing it for a while then it can kill you because you're not, your body's not used to it anymore. So the fact that it's always, what
1: that's how people always OD on it.
0: Yeah. And the fact that there's always, it's part of you. There's like always a part of you. That's going to crave it. That's like, that's really fucking scary. The the older I get, the more I'm like, (laughs) Oh, like I would be really afraid to be addicted to.
1: Yeah. At least with cigarettes, you can get your hands on cigarettes easy. I mean, heroin's not hard to get, but sometimes it probably is. Yeah.
0: yeah but if you're like a you know if you were an addict you'll you'll get it somehow um so i'm glad yeah basically glad i never got addicted to crack or heroin i'm glad i just i was always like like terrified of all those drugs like it never even seemed like um even like ecstasy like i never wanted to like that scared me and i don't know i never, never was a big drug guy they always kind of freaked me out
1: you never did ecstasy
0: no i never did uh I yeah. just like didn't I I was like I af- I don't know I was like afraid of I think what happened is I got to an age where I was like I felt I felt like I was too old to start doing dr- like yeah to start drugs <laughs> 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 like I was like 31 people were like hey Shrix I'm like yeah I feel like I missed that window like it's just <laughs> I'm not going to start now right <laughs> But like I weed know. I was, like dr- you know what I mean like weed is I don't do that very much but like it's better it's better than drinking like drinking oh, yeah. is bad like dr- people don't really I think I feel like people act like they like drinking's not bad for you or something.
1: No, it is bad, and I I think it makes you more. I mean, weed mellows you out. I mean, you how many fucking dick? All the potheads I know are actually nice guys. They're just chill. Yeah, you know. But I know a lot of angry alcoholics.
0: Yeah, like I've never gotten high and then woken up the next morning to like angry text messages. Like oh my god I was so high last so what is this you know people are like hey you ate all the nachos <laughs> I d- I really didn't appreciate you know you laughing so much at that movie I couldn't hear it, you <laughs> know what I mean it's like but I've had like I've woken up to be- like bad text messages from drinking like
1: oh yeah that's when you're like fuck <laughs> you bitch that kind of crap right
0: well just like you mean like wait what do you mean like uh, well you're well, people angry. just be like hey man you were like you know really like are you okay and stuff like that
1: oh it's like i thought you meant you were texting angry
0: no 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 people uh, will text me and they're like
1: like what happened
0: last night yeah what happened to you are you a lot you know stuff like that yeah. like and then that's you're never like, a good thing <laughs> and then you want to know well I, one time you know I, I don't drink anymore i haven't drank in like a year and a half and uh mm-hmm. i um
1: Good, good that comedy is opening up again. I'm sure, uh, there's no temptations anymore.
0: Well, you know, if I was able to, I I quit right before, you know, not long before the quarantine. So if I was able to get through that, that's like a pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So good like, point. Um, so I um, when I smoke, got really wasted. Weed? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I just, I something. never had a problem with that. Like I said, what I just said is true. Like I never once had someone be like, "Hey, man, like what." what's going on? Like last night you were like being really relaxed. Um, so like I went to a bar, I got really, you know, I gave them my credit card. I opened a tab and then I got uh, really drunk. And then I woke up just at home, you know, not knowing what happened, which is always bad when you like yeah. at home, you're like, I don't know how I ended up leaving that bar, but like that probably wasn't a good scene. Um,
1: yeah blacking out that's always a uh,
0: so like yeah you never when when you when you hear what happened it's never like a good story like uh, oh you you know you uh volunteered you know to help <laughs> refugees last night when you blacked out so like i was like oh i forgot to close out my tab and i was like yeah uh, i don't really want to go there you know um, immediately i was like let me wait a so i waited like a week to go get my credit card oh wow and I went in, and I was like, "Yeah, I was in here like you know, like a week ago." And I forgot to close my tab. And that guy looks at me. He goes, "Yeah, I remember you."
1: Oh. And I was like,
0: and I was like, and he didn't say it like, "Oh yeah, I remember." He was like, "Yeah, I remember you." And I was like, yeah. oh, fuck, <laughs> that is not a good like yeah. I remember you."
1: Took a shit on the bar or something, right? Something
0: it was like, like <laughs> clearly. I think I had like I don't know if I I never heard from anyone that night. No one right. was, there. but I mean I don't think. Good things happened. I think I was probably being really obnoxious and like, yeah. they probably told me to leave, to leave or something. I've had that where I'm, have you ever had that where you black out and then they're like, oh yeah, they told you to leave?
1: I don't, I just, I don't, I don't, I've never blacked out from
0: alcohol. Wow, that's good.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people who do. I know a lot of people who do, but it's just not something that I do, I guess.
0: Do you have to go, with someone, uh,
1: no, no, we're doing a podcast. We're we're rocking and rolling.
0: Oh, okay. No, I just saw you motioning to your crack dealer. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. Do you want to talk about, uh, um, the Tina Turner? So I just watched the Tina Turner documentary. Yeah,
1: I didn't see it, but we can talk about it. Cause okay, I know cool. the story. Tina Turner uh-huh. was a singer who got beaten up by her husband a lot, and she was also a good singer.
0: Pretty Yeah, that's the gist of it. Did you see the movie <laughs> they made like years yeah, ago? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah um yeah it was pretty funny yeah no no it's like uh <laughs> so uh yeah like I, were you like a fan of her do you remember when she became big like, yeah, it was well, like she 84 had a, she,
1: she had a comeback in the 80s and uh you know that was like a big deal because you know her career was in the shitter for 10 years, probably because her husband was ruining Well, that it was the her. thing is like, yeah.
0: but when, when she, we were like around, like when she became big in 1984, yeah. I didn't know it was a comeback. I didn't know any of her history. I just was like, uh, oh, this is someone.
1: I did. I knew from my father because he was a big fan, you know, and then he would play some of the old songs, you know, because she had like, she was big for like five or six years. The 80s were huge for her.
0: Yeah, her. you know, you should watch it. It's pretty, like, her story is, like, pretty amazing. Like, uh, like from where she came and, like, what happened to her and, like, how she was able to, you know, she, like, w- you know, with Ike Turner, he was just abusive. And, like, w- in the divorce, she got nothing. Like, she had, like, all these legal expenses and stuff. Yeah. And... Um, remember,
1: you Remember who played him in the movie?
0: Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was getting it.
0: Yeah, that that, that movie was pretty good. But also, like, this is a thing I didn't realize, but it makes sense, is, like in the movie she talks about how like everyone when they interview her brings up Ike Turner and she's like I don't want to talk about this like this was like the worst thing in my life like stop yeah. bringing it up um
1: oh that's interesting
0: and yeah. um she was I mean, like she, she's made
1: a million hits, but people just want to talk about her ass kicking that she got.
0: Right. That's made. They're like, so you have like nine hit records. So let's tell us about that time he punched you punched him in the face. What was that like? <laughs> you know, and they're like, she's like, yeah, it was horrible. Like, yeah, it really hurt. He punched me in the face like a lot. Yeah. But like, can we and but she mm-hmm. and then like they're interviewing her about the movie when it comes out, like can and they're and they're, she, they're like, what do you think of the movie? She's like, I didn't see it. And they're like, right. why? And she's like, because it's just, a, I mean, she doesn't say this, but she's like, it's just a movie of like someone beating the shit out of me for like, two, <laughs> like, do you, th- you want to watch that? Like, but just imagine that if you became famous and then every interview you had to give was like, hey, Eric, yeah. remember that guy who like beat the shit out of you? Like, let's talk about that in third grade and be like, okay, I don't know
1: what, how Pee Wee Herman felt for a long time
0: yeah so it made me feel yeah. like oh that's that's right maybe she didn't want to talk about that you know what yeah. i mean like
1: but you know what i'm talking about with Pee with herman right
0: yeah of course yeah i mean yeah but
1: i think there was like i think people now but i think there was a good 10 to 15 years everyone kept bringing that up no matter what he was doing
0: i mean i he's still if he comes up i still immediately think of that you know right. on, on some level even though now when i think about it i don't think of it as anything because it, it was portrayed back then as like, he was the most disgusting person. But now I'm like, you jerked off to a porn at a porn theater. Like that's kind of where you're supposed to do that. So.
1: <laughs> oh, that was a scandal is so funny. It was only a scandal because he had a children's TV show. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It. But um, I mean, as you look at scandals since, I mean, it's not even, I mean, after OJ, everyone was like, oh, okay. That wasn't really anything.
0: He, yeah. You know, and he, I didn't really know the facts of until, I mean, I, yeah, you're right. It's, it, a lot of it has to do with um, what they what they were like. Who? There was another person that the only reason it was a big deal was because they um, were the Elmo. I no, I just saw him like the was <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um, the Elmo guy was the one who was like molested. What kids. happened? Did,
0: did that happen to?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I saw a comedian talking about the other day, but I remember the story about how he was one of the first canceled celebrities. He was a guy who played Elmo on Sesame Street, but he was a pedophile.
0: Right yeah that's not
1: i mean that's a deserved cancel right there by the way
0: yeah yeah um did you hear this is another did you hear about did you watch silicon valley
1: yeah every apparently everyone on that show has <laughs> has issues
0: they're like coming yeah like they're like picking those guy guys off one by one <laughs> like what the fuck was going on on that set um
1: yeah kumal watch your back
0: well did did you hear like so that girl who was on it, you heard the latest thing, right? The guy, yeah, yeah. guy, Thomas Middleditch?
1: Yeah, and that's always weird when you see him being, like, creepy, because he's so straight-laced on all the TV shows, right?
0: Right, but he he totally, like, fits the profile of someone who would end up being creepy. Like, once you know <laughs> it, you're just like, oh, yeah, that guy looks creepy. Um, yeah, yeah. But that's, yeah, it, he's probably, like, ruined, right? Like... <laughs>
1: I don't know. I mean, I don't. I, I, that scandal was kind of weird. He was grabbing them in, in a dungeon, or but it's not a yeah. sex place. It's just a weird place, right?
0: Well, it sounded like it was a place specifically designed for like people, celebrities, to go grope people and get away with it. <laughs> it's like welcome to the secret grope dungeon, you know? And then yeah. they're like, "I'm not shitting on that. but they're like, and then he was being weird. It's like you work in a sex dungeon. <laughs>
1: I know, was, when I hear those stories, I'm like, yeah, the guy wanted to fucking bang me in the ass. I'm like, but this is a gangbang.
0: Right? You mean like, at sex, sex Dungeon? <laughs> <laughs> he was being creepy in Sex Dungeon. <laughs> I told my uh, my boss at the Sex Dungeon. He's be- No, and I'm sure he was, I don't know what it was, but I'm sure he I don't he
1: think was it like, was a Sex Dungeon, but it was some sort, something weird, though. It was know? like
0: a goth place. Yeah, I think what hurt him, he's another one. I think what hurt him is like, he had a very like straight-laced, Yeah, and then something had come out that was like he gave an interview about being a swinger with his wife
1: oh okay
0: and like basically he in an interview he was like yeah i like bang other chicks but it was like yeah but my wife's cool with it but it sounded more like you know when people are like we have an open relationship i feel like that's usually like yeah, I told my wife I want to like fuck other people, and she just kind of like was like, "All right, I guess.
1: All right, just give me money. Yeah. We have <laughs> to
0: do that if we're going to stay married." Um, but I don't think the wife wanted him to be banging other people. So yeah, the the place
1: was called the Cloak and Dagger. Which right.
0: Is, well, that, that's uh, a little. <laughs> I mean, but it was, it was, I think I read about it. It was was like where famous people would go and they could kind of do things and like cheat, you know, cheat and get away with it or be great. Yeah. I mean,
1: that one's a weird one. I don't know if that could kill his career necessarily, but who knows, you know,
0: I think Uh, the problem with him is like, he was already kind of on a downslide because he's on some show like, that's not really that good now. And like, (laughs) I think, the problem with someone like him, I think, though, is like like with Louis C.K., he was such a like renowned comedian and he, he performed all the time that people were like, well, we you, we don't want to be deprived of his newest comedy. I feel like with this guy, it's like, all right, well, who like we yeah. can live without another sitcom without him. You know what I mean? Right,
1: yeah. Good. Yeah. could That could be enough to hurt him. Um, I don't know that that story actually made. I did see a new movie. Did you see Promising Young Woman?
0: Yeah, I saw it. it what do you think of that? Yeah, I was good. It was one of the better movies I've seen of, of the new movies.
1: Yeah, I think that movie is going to win some awards. She's you nominated. So? Well, she's really good in it, especially when you find out she's English, which is always fucking weird how good her American accent was.
0: Carrie Mulligan? She's English? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: It's a good accent, I feel like though. every
0: good. I feel like every celebrated actor now is English, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, did you watch the Golden Globes?
1: Yeah, all English.
0: Like, it would be like, all right, the winner is um, so-and-so for the movie uh, This is America. You know, it'd be like, hello, everyone. I, I love being in this movie. And like every uh, black actor that's celebrated now is like an English guy.
1: Yeah. Saturday Night Live actually made a joke about that a-, a bit about the black actors being British. It was kind of funny. That
0: uh, was, was like another a- example of like, oh, this is a good idea. And then it went nowhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that sketch. You saw that?
0: I did. It was like a yeah. few weeks ago, right? I was like, yeah. oh, this is a good premise. And then it was just like, oh, uh, but then nothing.
1: Right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's like, I don't know. I mean, I, I know there's a lot of reasons why they use British actors, but you feel like you still want to, you know, because I think they're more classically trained. I also think it's good for international uh, sales of the movie because you're, you're hitting two markets. You have some English actors in there because then people in England are interested. watching the movie
0: yeah but did you notice on the i mean it almost became like a comedy sketch like every single person winning was it was for some it was like everyone from like the the queen or something or wasn't that a show or yeah um
1: queen's gambit
0: that too but there was another one what was the crown i think the the Crown, crown yeah um
1: you know i saw a little bit of the crown if you didn't know anything about either show you would think they were the same exact show but they're completely different.
0: Queen's Gambit and the Crown. Yeah. I mean, I don't watch any like what like Downton Abbey. I've never watched any of those British. They just look so boring. I don't know. No, why. Something yeah. about England makes it seem boring to me.
1: Well, Queen's Gambit's not even about England, I don't think. It's no, it's a chess.
0: But aren't they British in it? Uh no.
1: no I don't uh, think okay. I, I liked it. I just don't remember, but it's uh it sounds boring though. You know, like Bridgerton, I always keep saying that sounds Bridgerton sound- is
0: another one that sounds boring. Um
1: <laughs> It sounds but, uh, more boring when you find out there's like nine episodes. You're like, uh, eh, maybe I'll watch it, and they're like, nine episodes. Fuck this.
0: And I'm also watching that they, they just came out with a docuseries about uh John Wayne Gacy. Oh yeah, so that's interesting. Because I'm I'm into those true crime stories.
1: Yeah, so is everybody else?
0: Yeah, so like yeah. um i didn't really know the story i think i've only watched one episode i don't know how many there are but um Mm. it's again it's just one of those things like if you were this crazy guy back in the 70s you could just get away with anything i mean he was just murdering people for so long and like literally just burying them in his house yeah and it just took them like forever to catch this guy like um
1: yeah, you would just kill a bunch of people and the cops would be like, oh, that really sucks. I wish we can do something about it. You know, they would just, you know, it would just yeah. go on forever.
0: Well, like they finally like they finally figured something out because
1: he's some, the clown one, by the way. The yeah, clown he's the clown. So okay. That's
0: like he's like the quintessential <clears throat> guy because it's like just he was like a child murderer and rapist yeah. and he was a clown. I mean, it's just he yeah. looks and he looks <laughs> even if you don't know anything, he just looks so creepy as a clown. Like he looks scary.
1: I think that's um, the beginning of when that people started turning on clowns.
0: Yeah, he definitely was bad, bad uh, PR for clowns. Yeah,
1: because you know people loved. It. There was some point people must have loved clowns, and now they're terrifying with that. And Stephen King. Yeah, when you know. did
0: that happen? When did that turn? I feel like never <laughs> in my life were clowns like ever a good thing.
1: No, I think because it happened earlier. It happened with this guy, right? This happened in the seventies, right? Well,
0: I just yeah, and then like the only my first like introduction to clowns was like poltergeist
1: oh yeah that was the clown
0: doll who like tries to murder him and um
1: it's and the doll even before it comes to life is already scary they deliberate like every it looks scary
0: yeah and so why have they lasted so long why are they still around if everyone's so scared of them
1: well do you remember i think Ringling brothers (laughs) i think they went out of business but didn't they go out of business Ringling brothers just
0: recently i don't they i think they might have yeah
1: right even before the pandemic but they're clowns. They stop putting makeup on their faces because that's what makes them scary. Right. So the clowns would just like, Hey, I'm a clown. They, they would just be some dude with big hair, but it wouldn't be. I think right. it's the white makeup. That's scary.
0: Yeah. There's definitely. So, yeah. The makeup is what makes it. Cause it's like, it's always like a horrifying. Um,
1: yeah. Like the Joker.
0: Of, yeah, exactly. Like it's always like a, so that's what's so funny. Like I like, why, how did they last so long in culture where they were like, oh, everyone's scared, but, like, let's hire one for, like... <laughs> and remember that one guy was a clown, and then, like, he was, a, he was like, the biggest party clown in New York City, and then um, someone was doing a documentary... It, it was Capturing the Freedmen. Someone was doing a documentary about him as a clown, and then they found out his family had, like, molested everyone or something.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that doc. Yeah, yeah.
0: So Capturing the Freedmen was about this family and the dad was like accused of being a pedophile. And mm-hmm. so was like the brother, the younger brother. And one of the kids in the family was like a party clown, like a really successful party clown. And mm-hmm. they were originally just doing a doc on him as a party clown. And then they discovered this other thing. So it became about ah, okay. dad and the kid. Oh man. that that's like a horrifying, but, but again, it's just like another clown connection. It's just like, Oh man, like this You know, this clown came from this horror, this family (laughs) that went through this horror. Um, Because I don't even know if it turned out that he did do it, the dad or something. It was something really bad.
1: Yeah. Once you get accused of that, you're done anyway. So.
0: Yeah. that's. Have you ever seen
1: someone accused of pedophilia and then they're like, oh, no, we found out he's really not. (laughs) That never (laughs) happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The kid said he didn't do it yeah (laughs) yeah there's no yeah yeah pedophilia that's why that's actually why um i kevin spacey i was like never he's never coming back because the the me too thing but also Mm -hmm. the gay and the underage thing was like never like no one will ever forgive that like just like there's he you know him being gay and like I think for a lot of um, America, probably just him being gay and like you know, yeah. sexually assaulting people was like bad enough. But then when it was like minors, it's like no, 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 you can't. Yeah,
1: fight. I think a lot of people even knew he was gay, but once the minor stuff, I mean, you know,
0: they did try. Would, yeah, yeah, he 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 was gay, and then he wouldn't come out. But then he tried to like be like, okay, I'm gay when he when they came out that he like raped people. Yeah,
1: and and gay people were mad about that. They're like, no, that's not. Yeah, or that's
0: they're like yeah hey, he all these people said he raised all right you guys all right i am gay all right <laughs> oh okay now you're gay
1: well i remember there was always those rumors about him and then one year he took his mom to the uh, oscars yeah remember? i remember that yeah and i'm like oh, you're not helping right now you know people everyone thought he was gay he's like i'm not gay and he goes here's my mom at the oscars and was like nah it's not who you know
0: yeah, that's pretty good.
1: Unless you're Michael Jackson and you bring your chimpanzee or whatever. Didn't he do right, that?
0: Right. Or yeah. Macaulay Culkin.
1: Um, Didn't he bring Macaulay Culkin to one of the awards?
0: Um, I don't know if he brought it. To, there there was a time in the 80s when he was really big where he kept bringing Emmanuel Lewis to the shows. <laughs> Webster, yeah. which was another just like, what the fuck? Like, but again, everyone was just like, great. <laughs> Like and he would like carry him on stage and yeah. stuff. Like he was like a his kid or like a dog or something. Like
1: with no like his mini me, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. It was like mini me. He would go yeah. with like Brooke Shields and Emmanuel Lewis to like the Grammys and stuff.
1: But I, did any? I can't. Like didn't people think that was weird? I mean, I'm sure they did. You you bring I think it your, was just
0: your... like he was so beloved at the time that like no one had any like he could do no wrong at that. It, I don't right. know. I think people just excuse it. They're like, oh, he just like is friends with this midget guy, this midget. Cause he was, wasn't Emmanuel Lewis. Another one of those, like he was young, but he was also like, remember they kept yeah. doing that. They kept finding these kids who had like medical problems that they couldn't grow up.
1: Yeah. Like Gary Coleman. And so that Emmanuel they would Lewis. just like, at yeah. first
0: I remember being like, wow, why do they keep putting these kids who have these like diseases where they don't grow? Why do they keep giving them shows? And it's like, Oh, because they want them to keep doing the show.
1: Right. For a long time. But even that, it gets hard for a while because they age, even though they don't grow, they age. So the guy looks like he's 42 and he's in the second grade. You're like, this doesn't, you know, I know he's small, but this doesn't seem right. This doesn't track. Right. Yeah.
0: It's right. just so just So indicative of Hollywood. They're like, yeah, let's yeah. just find this. You find kids with diseases where they won't get older. <laughs> like, oh, all right. Um, but uh, I got to go. Actually, I'm sorry. Okay. Um yeah, right. so that
1: was a no, that was a good episode. Um
0: yeah, I think uh, I think next week we're gonna have a guest. So
1: yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, we got some good guests coming up. We just wanted to do a light and breezy one.
0: Yeah, just right. to uh keep keep uh keep you guys entertained. Yeah. A lot light and of breezy. demand. Yeah. So yeah, check out uh, uh so please uh rate and review and subscribe to Last Exit of Brooklyn and uh please check out our Patreon page under Last Exit to Brooklyn. All
1: right. That was a really good show. Um, great show. And, yeah. We'll see you, we'll see you yeah. next time. All right, yeah.